0: Welcome to People Helping People, the podcast to inspire greater social change in the business world and give you ideas on how to take action. I'm your host, Adam Morris, and today I'm sharing a bonus episode from my conversation with Sambaru of Restart, where we talk about some of the magic behind social change that happens when connecting people. This entire podcast exists to give you ideas, and I'm so grateful to share these inspiring stories. What I found is that the more I surround myself with innovative ideas, the better my own ideas become. And it's my dream that by sharing the best ones, you will not only be more successful, but hopefully some of that success will make the world a better place. To amplify this, I launched a weekly newsletter called The Social Good Blueprint, with trending stories of social entrepreneurship. So take a look in the show notes and sign up. There's so much cool stuff happening in this space, but let's face it, social change is hard. If it was easy, these problems wouldn't exist. The United Nations categorized social issues into 17 Sustainable Development Goals to help give focus and clarity to social change. These topics range from poverty to hunger, education, energy, the environment, justice, and equality. What's challenging is to break out of the small circle we live in to see the bigger picture of what is going on and how we can work together to create huge change. So the question is, how do you figure out where to put your attention on to create this change?
1: All the companies that I've worked with, it's really about helping people see the vision beyond yourself and your small world. And traveling has been part of it. So I look at things a little bit different from someone who grew up in the same corner and really has an idea to help because I've seen what really matters out there in the world. And really, is it is people. If you focus on helping people, everything else will solve itself. I get frustrated with um, young engineers back home um, who are creating all these apps and these platforms and these technologies. We're not a first world country that has so many things that you could design angry birds and make millions. (laughs) You know, we're the same country that has people drinking from contaminated, polluted water that has a corrupt system that has really endangering roads that we haven't solved, why are we ignoring all of these huge opportunities to create change just so we can create our version of using technology and all of that? It doesn't matter. Yeah. But in every economy, what matters is different. What doesn't change is the people, the people. to whom it matters. So over here... We're trying to find more ways for kids to connect over the Internet because they already have it available and we just want them to learn the right things. A hundred years ago, America's problems were different. We're the same city where we have a Detroit and we have a freaking Miami Bay. (laughs) You know, this is the same country. And most people back home will not believe me if I told them people in Detroit live worse than people in Accra do. But Detroit's problems are different. And so you're finding a new crop of social entrepreneurs who are going out and solving them because that is different. What people care about in Miami will be different from what those people in Detroit care about. What they care about is access to better homes to live in. Ah. They want access to better credit that doesn't render them insolvent. They want access to better opportunities for food. And so people are starting community gardens. People are starting um, home shares. They're starting community networks that are buying the property so that they could build wealth. Because the financial systems don't find them lucrative. So you have to come together and build cooperatives instead. Social entrepreneurship is really about focusing on the people and what they need. And in our city right now, what we need is access to opportunity. Yeah. Because whether we see it or not, there is a huge gap here. Columbus is the second most economically segregated city in the United States. The first is Austin, Texas. And underlying these economies are the same things, our zoning laws, access to housing. All these things are opportunities for us to focus on. And so when we want to create change, think of the things that the majority of the people within that economy are really going through. People want to find jobs, but when you move to a city, what you don't have is a network. Yeah, coming in and you don't know anybody. Same thing. (laughs) We We all build what we wish we had. We have a huge migrant population here. Yeah. What do they do? Run the statistics. What do they do? You have qualified doctors who are Uber drivers who come here to run and drive trucks. You know why? Because they will much rather take that opportunity into their own hands and do something that they have control over versus going to a bureaucratic and discriminatory system Where they're applying for the jobs that they know that if they had someone give them a chance, they would be able to excel in. But because they don't have those networks, they fall out through the cracks. That's where we come in. We build relationships with employers so that we can take these relationships and turn them into opportunities for people who other than us would not have a foot in the door.
0: I lived in London for nine years and for me, something about going over there
1: changed me of mm-hmm. just being around
0: different cultures.
1: These are like the really important parts about why we're doing this. Yeah. Like it's really to give us a different way of looking at opportunity and who has access to it. When we create systems that don't open up, then we create the same conditions that perpetrate that inequality that we all and say we don't want.
0: I think once people realize that, one, yeah, there, you know, there are a lot of people here from really different backgrounds and who are struggling with issues, but that you're not that different from them, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden there's this feeling of like, hey, yeah, how do we get involved and do that? Um I have never figured out what like, what the magic is to kind
1: of get that hook in somebody to say hey you know but check you've this kind out. of you've kind of figured one part of it which is giving people a different way to think about things. Mm. This platform gets someone like me to share my story and share what I care about and what I'm working on to millions out there. Yeah. There really is no limit to your audience, because for eternity, this soundbite is going to exist in perpetuity. Someone will always go back to this and hear it and say, man, that doesn't make me sound so crazy. Maybe <laughs> I should go ahead and do this. Bad. You know, a week ago, I met this lady, uh, Shayna, at an event, and I asked her a simple question. Like, why are you here? She said, networking. I said, why do you care to network? She said, "Do you really want me to give you the truth?" I said, "What else would I want?" She said, "I'm here because I I want to get back to who I was. I want to think of the ideas that I had again, you know. And this was the Vouch um, Root Insurance uh, meetup last week, you know. And for her, it was this huge need to see people out there doing things." to spur herself to do it again because she had been a previous business owner. You know, and I her, what is your idea that you want to work on? She said, you really want to hear it. I said, why would I not want to hear it? <laughs> and she told me there are millions of kids out there with no parents going through the foster system. Yeah. What if we created a network of people who did not have the means or the time or the resources to go through the foster adoption process. But we use the same technology to make our presence, our ear, our advice, our counsel available to these kids. Basically create a network of foster mummies who are available on the phones and in the places where these kids are. So that when that child who has nobody because she lives in a group home is going through a breakup with that boy who's talking to her friend. She doesn't think of, maybe I'm not worth enough and maybe I need to kill myself. But she has an ear in a mother who is a thousand miles away, but has kids and knows what it feels like for her own daughters to be going through that. And it is insane that there are people like this living all in our community who have all these ideas and things that they want to do to change our society and this platform is important for that yeah. it's because a, it helps people <laughs> dream
0: shows them that hey this is
1: possible Yeah, people do it and if Walt Tiger Tees can do it and if Roosevelt can do it and if Freedom Alacard can do it mm. and all these organizations that are slowly making Columbus a social enterprise capital of the world then more people like Shana would be able to have the ambition, but also the courage and the strength to say, if I stepped out there and I took the step, these businesses will be there to support us, to support me in making the world a better place. And that's why this is fantastic. You
0: don't have that idea of, like, hey, I can do something, and you, you don't know where to start. I mean, one of our, our co founders, she's an art teacher. The idea of starting a business had never crossed her mind. She didn't even consider it as something that was in a realm of possibilities. Um, and we were going up to get back and just talking to her. And she was like, oh, that sounds interesting. I remember like six months after her just telling me that, you know, this idea that that starting something was actually possible um, had just changed how she saw the world, you know. And, and I think it's that little experience of like, yeah. you know, th- this is how you get connected and plugged into doing really great stuff. There's a way to do it. And if you don't, if you don't see that, then quite often you don't do
1: anything because you just, you don't know, you don't know where to start and it's too big or too overwhelming. And I'm glad that you mentioned so. getting <laughs> and what they do, because the very first thing I thought of when Shannon spoke to me was, Hey, Susie, you really need to listen to this. So Susie happened to be right there in the room Um and I connected both of them. How oh, cool! And they're meeting, and something is going to come out of this for the next Give Back Hack. So oh, I yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah, it is people helping people after all. That is awesome. Yeah. Wow. Well, thanks so much for coming out. I Appreciate, and it. I appreciate the invitation.
0: A huge thanks again to Sam for joining me on this podcast. I really love his ideas and his experience with social entrepreneurs. I hope you learned a lot. And if you'd like to find out more, check out the show notes on peoplehelpingpeople.world. And again, check out the newsletter, Social Good Blueprint. You'll find links in the show notes. Well, until next time. Cheers.